Hello. I trust that you are walking in rich fellowship with our Lord. This is Humble Perspective for March 20th, 2022. If any of you want to be my followers, you must forget about yourself. You must take up your cross every day and follow me. Luke 9, 23, Contemporary English Version. Will I embrace the cross? In the last perspective, I wrote about Paul's motivating desire, his goal, to know Christ in the power of the resurrection. As I begin to meditate on the next phrase in the communion of his sufferings, two realities came to mind. First, this knowing that Paul desired is not simply knowledge about King Jesus. The Greek word Paul used suggests that Paul wanted to know his king by sharing in Jesus' experience. It is a knowing of the most intimate sort. When Jewish scholars translated the Hebrew scriptures into Greek about 200 years before Jesus was born, they used the same Greek word to express Adam's intimate relationship with Eve. Now Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain. Genesis 4.1, New King James Version. Adam's knowing Eve was a personal, intimate sharing in which Cain was conceived. Eve did not conceive and bear her son without suffering, however. Suffering has been part of childbirth ever since Adam's fall. Genesis 3.16 to know Christ in the kind of koinonia, that is, in the fellowship, the sharing, the participation in, the communion, of which Paul speaks, will produce fruit, but not without our communing with Jesus by participation in our King's suffering. Second, we cannot know the power of resurrection without experiencing death, because only that which has died can be brought back to life. Jesus said, if anyone wants to become my follower, he must deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. Luke 9, 23, New English Translation. The call to be followers, to be disciples of Jesus, includes vitally important conditions. In the Gospel accounts, Jesus made similar statements multiple times. See Matthew 10, 38, Matthew 16, 24, Mark 8, 34, Luke 14, 27, John 13, 23 to 33. Taking up one's cross daily is one condition. Luke's account includes one extra word not included in those others. The word daily. Taking up the cross is a way of life, not a one-time action. As others have pointed out, Jesus' cross was not a piece of jewelry, not an ornament or a piece of art hung on a wall, or standing on a stand. His cross was an instrument of torture, awful public torture, which included terrible suffering, and finally ended in death by suffocation. Beyond that, according to the scriptures, it was a sign that the crucified person was cursed. If anyone is found guilty of an offense deserving the death penalty and is executed and you hang his body on a tree, you're not to leave his corpse on the tree overnight, but are to bury him that day, for anyone hung on a tree is under God's curse. Deuteronomy 21, 22-23, Christian Standard Bible. The call to be Jesus' disciple is far more than simply a call to believe so that we can go to heaven when we die. 
is a call to offer ourselves as a living sacrifice daily because Jesus offered himself as a sacrifice on our behalf, Romans 12.1. Jesus offered his own life to atone for the sins of the whole world, 1 John 2.2. He suffered and died in the flesh for the life of the world, John 6.32-33 and 51. How can we do less than offer our own lives in order that his great sacrifice may be revealed to those who do not yet know and so that his purpose for creation may come to completion. Does God then want us to seek for ways to suffer? Certainly not. Suffering is inevitable because we live in a broken, fallen world. Some things we suffer can be the consequence of our own foolishness and sin. Other things we suffer are simply a result of Adam's fall. Is it right to ask God to relieve us from suffering? Yes, indeed. Many psalms are prayers for relief from suffering. Besides that, Jesus himself asked the Father to remove the cup of suffering, but only if it was Father's will to do so. Hebrews 5, 7-9 is one of the most remarkable passages in the Bible. During his early life, earthly life, Christ offered both requests and supplications with loud cries and tears to the one who was able to save him from death, and he was heard because of his devotion. Although he was a son, he learned obedience through the things he suffered, and by being perfected in this way, he became the source of eternal salvation to all who obey him. New English Translation. Since this was the path to maturity for Jesus, are we who have become sons and daughters of God through Jesus able to learn obedience and to be perfected in another way? No. Our maturation develops as we embrace and rejoice in the suffering that he allows us to share. James 1, 2-4, 1 Peter 1, 6-9. Then, like the Apostle Paul, we too, in the mysterious way by which God alone works, can also be supplementing what is lacking in Christ's affliction so that every person can be presented complete in Christ. Even people whom we have never seen or met can benefit from our suffering in Christ. Colossians 1, 24-2-3 Suffering is not a virtue in itself. The virtue comes when we glorify God by suffering with thanksgiving and patience, by suffering while offering ourselves to God for the benefit of others. This suffering comes with a great promise. After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be dominion forever and ever. Amen. 1 Peter 5, 10 and 11, New American Standard Bible 2020 Version. Father, help me to remember daily and all throughout the day to take up the cross that is mine, whether it is big or small, and to bear it without grumbling and complaining. Rather, by your Spirit, grant me grace to rejoice that I am privileged to commune with you and your Son, Jesus, my King, in his sufferings as his redeeming work comes to fruition among humans and in the created world. Amen.